We are live from the studio audience. Live, filmed in front, filmed and filmed, in, recorded filmed in front of. I don't know. Recorded <laughs> in front of a live studio audience. That's what it is. Cue the laugh That's track. That's what it is. That's my, that's my, Welcome that's the extent of the podcast. I, oh, I was doing the intro. Oh, now. oh, you're doing the intro. Okay. I'm doing the intro. Proceed. <laughs> Welcome. 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 <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <to> <laughs> Welcome to Floored the podcast. I'm your host, Sky. And I am Lewis. The other host. I'm just a guy. <laughs> just, I'm just happy just, to be just here. Some guy. <laughs> yep. Who happened to listen to, wanted to listen to the story mm-hmm. I have to tell today. That's right. Um, before we get started, Lewis, I have to ask you a question. When was the last time you checked your TikTok? Um, oh, yeah, it's been a second. I did check you it the other day and I was a little quick. embarrassed because I saw that. Oh, how s- many, I was just going to say, how many videos did I send you? Oh, like. <laughs> I feel like I sent you them. Like 30. Yeah, there's like 30 yeah. that I haven't. Yeah, I need to. It's- That'll That's be, um, yeah, later af- after this, I will go through and, and watch them. Good. Yeah. I don't think I've sent you too many recent ones, but I just wanted to know how many mm-hmm. had been there. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But today, I have a story for you unrelated to TikTok. I was just curious about the TikTok thing. <laughs> and this is called Project Sunshine. Have you heard of this? Um, uh, it sounds familiar. It's not, it has no relation to the movie Sunshine, right? Like the sci- I don't the sci-fi. know about the movie Sunshine. No. Oh, there's like a there's a sci-fi movie called Sunshine. Okay, yeah, never mind. That's a tangent. So I will say, if you Google Project Sunshine, it, you'll actually come up with this. Um, I'm assuming it's a nonprofit, and it's for pediatric patients, and it's all about playtime through he- and healing, and it's volunteering, and it sounds like a really great organization. Mm, there's <laughs> some creepy shit going on though, isn't there? Well, not that. Okay. That's fine. That's normal. Okay. Great. However, <laughs> in the 1950s, there was another Project Sunshine, which was not as nice or fun or delightful in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no. So, it was actually a series of research studies, and it started in 1953, and they wanted to measure the impact of radioactive fallout on people and oh nice they had been doing these studies for years well first of all what's what brought this forward was this project called project gabriel and this was a whole investigation trying to determine the impact of nuclear fallout resulting from nuclear warfare and through that project they were able to conclude that the radioactive isotope sr90 which is also called strontium 90 and they found out that that one was like the worst that was the most serious threat is a better way of saying that and so project sunshine was created shortly after and they were saying okay this we know about this radioactive isotope we want to see what the impact it is it has on humans and so they started to collect data and 
they realized there was a gap missing in the literature, which I'm going to get into more in a second because I have a direct quote, which is fun. But first, I want to talk about how this project was commissioned jointly by the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission and the U.S. Air Force Project RAND. And so part of this was they wanted to look at the nuclear radiation effects on the biosphere and also the fact that this radiation was not just impacting people, but it was getting into the food. So it was getting into soil and plants and like cows and dairy products and all the stuff that people were consuming. Dang. And so the main goal of Project Sunshine was that they were going to measure the dispersion of SR90 and its concentration in tissues and bones of dead people. So sounds pretty crazy, but here's, here's the catch. They didn't ask permission from the, the deceased. They didn't ask permission from the relatives of the deceased. Actually, nobody knew this was even going on. Oh, that's not And it gets worse. Good. Okay. So I'm going to read you this quote. And this is from a transcript of a secret meeting, which occurred on January 18th, 1955. Mm-hmm. And this was supposed to, the whole meeting was about the tissue gathering for the Project Sunshine. Dr. Willard Libby, who is a University of Chicago researcher and was also part of the commission, he said, quote, there were great gaps in important data about fallout because of difficulty in obtaining human samples, particularly from children. Oh, God. Yep. And he even said, okay, so that one wasn't the direct quote, but this is a direct quote. I don't know how to get them, Dr. Libby is quoted saying in the transcript, but I do say that it is a matter of prime importance to get them, and particularly in the young age group. So, Human samples are of prime importance, and if anybody knows how to do a good job of body snatching, they will really be serving their country. Jesus. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Who, who is this that yeah. said this? This was like... This was Dr. Willard Libby, a oh University god. of Chicago researcher. This was 1955. <clears throat> so, like, this was... I can't remember when... Like, well, that was in the age of crazy research experiments that were so unethical. Yeah. Oh, my God. And one thing about Dr. Libby is he did die in 1980, but he did win the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1960. And that was for dating, the dating method using radioactive carbon-14. Oh, wow. So, Lewis, you might be wondering. Yeah, great guy. Mm -hmm. You might be wondering why children, why young people especially... Yeah. So this is because little kids are developing their bones. And so since their bones are developing, they have, like, they're more susceptible to accumulating the radiation and having damage from that. Sure. Mm -hmm. So that was part of it. And one thing was that, like I said, there was no permission from the relatives, no permission from the parents of the children who died. Like, they didn't even know it was happening. Oh, my God. And so why this was such a big deal, like, why was this happening anyway, was because of all of the nuclear testing. And they were testing bombs, and they were testing all of this stuff. And they actually collected samples from all over the world, including, like, as far as Australia. Oh, no. And so they're basically, it's, they were finding fallout. All over the globe from the from the 
detonations that they the, the test detonations of, of nukes. Yep. Wow. They were seeing the fallout in like the plants and wildlife, and so they wanted to see what it how it was impacting humans. Oh my god. And yeah. And so and the reason why so it was usually dead people and it was bones was the thing. So they would get I'm not, I can't remember. I read a different article that I was not able to track down, but they would either get bones or they would get the ashes. And yeah. even if the parents were like, no, I don't want to cremate the child, they would get the ashes and then they would analyze the ashes. Wow. Yeah. That and is so another horrible. thing. Yeah. And so because the researchers were also like, hey, like even back then they were like, hey, this is kind of sketch. They <laughs> did not like put an ad in the paper being like calling all dead babies instead they just were basically telling the all the researchers were just like fine like phone a friend like you know somebody whose baby died steal their baby oh my god oh my god that is like beyond horrific wow so basically yeah they they, it's just that they, they know that all of this is going on that that people are are being affected by fallout and they're not telling anyone mm-hmm. and then they're collecting data on it just quietly. Yep. Wow. That is And then creepy. It is so creepy. And there is a documentary that I want to watch. I could not track it down and it's from 1995 and it's a British documentary called Deadly Experiments. Mm-hmm. And they have this interview from Jean Pritchard, who was a British mother of a still stillborn baby whose legs were removed by British hospital doctors in 1957. And she was forbidden to dress her daughter for her funeral to prevent her from finding out what had happened. Oh my god. And this is a quote from her. I asked if I could put her christening robe on her, but I wasn't allowed to. And that upset me terribly because she wasn't christened. No one asked me about doing things like this, taking bits and pieces from her. Oh my gosh. That's... And so so there there have been reports from England and Canada saying that cadavers of infants were being sent to the US for Project Sunshine, but there's mm-hmm. no official investigations into this. Wow. But during the entirety of the project, more than 1,500 samples were gathered from around the world, and 500 were analyzed for a paper published in the journal Science on February 8th, 1957, by a team from Columbia University. Oh, my goodness. So, it, and then it wasn't until, like, around then that people were like, wait a minute, hold on. Right, yeah, like, this is kind of, (laughs) this is kind of messed up. And another thing is that, so all of this got buried somehow, because this was in the time of paper documents and paper records. And Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure how it got so swept under the rug, but it did. And what happened was, like, it was swept under the rug for basically 50 years, and it wasn't until 1995. And so this is one of my sources, is this New York Times article from June of 1950. 1995, sorry, I think I said the wrong year. 1995 called In 1950s U.S. Collected Human Tissue to Monitor Atomic Tests. And around this time was when they found the paperwork and they found that all of this was happening. 
So they kind of had an idea of it, but this was when they finally found the documents talking about it and showing it everything that happened. Oh my god. Can you imagine being the one who uncovers? Oh my god. I know. And so it was a presidential panel that found it. And so when this article was published in 95, they were still gathering and studying all these documents. Mm-hmm. So, and not just this project, apparently there was a ton of government-sponsored radiation experiments and that were beginning as early as 1945. So, they're finding, like, in the 90s, they're going through and finding all of these secret, secret projects with these secret experiments on people. Oh, my God. Isn't that nuts? That's bonkers. Like, <clears throat> ugh, to be alive... At that time, and be, and be dealing with that, like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I can't imagine. That's awful. So since U.S. found that paperwork in '95, then that was like spreading to the rest of the world, and then in 2001, Australia was finally starting their investigation into the Australian babies essentially being stolen. The baby babies' body parts were being stolen. From from uh, from babies that had died. Yeah, I'm guessing. They died. Okay, no okay. babies were like killed. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. No babies were killed. <laughs> but it was yeah. if there was a baby that was dead. At least from my understanding, from reading all these, no babies were killed. It was just. It was yeah, just. They were dead. It was a convenience thing. It was basically grave robbing. Right. Which they yeah. used to do right. in like the 1800s. They would grave rob for medical school. So they would grave rob for science. Right, yeah. It's not a new practice, but it's shocking that it happened so late as the 50s. Right. Yeah, it it should not have... Oh my gosh. That's awful. Yeah, and so they... Because it was happened around 50 years ago, and there was so much else happening in the world and happening in science during that time, like this paper, or these study in, in the paper, and the papers associated with the study basically got buried. Wow. Just, yeah. And so that's so why nothing happened until 20 years ago. And so one, another important, very important factor to consider in all this is that they were also getting cadavers from poverty-stricken areas. Mm-hmm. So that's where tracking of bodies was even more lax and maybe families didn't have money to do a proper funeral, to do a proper burial. And if they said the researchers or sorry, like the funeral home or whoever, the doctors were just like, oh, we'll just cremate them because it's easier, it's cheaper, whatever. And then they took part of those ashes and sent them. Mm -hmm. That's a way to be sneaky about it, extra sneaky about it. The whole thing is sneaky. Wow. That's... And you know what the worst part of all of this is? What is it? The, at, well, I don't know if this is the worst part of all of it. And maybe it's a good thing. The study concluded that the amount of strontium-90 found in humans worldwide did not indicate an immediate health hazard from atomic testing. Oh, great. <laughs> so it was like, we did all that and you all are fine. Yeah. They're, Good news. You're welcome. The bombs aren't <laughs> affecting you. And it was also kind of like, like a point of being like, okay, we can continue continue using atomic bombs. Oh my god. Yeah, no harm here. Not <laughs> no, 
Yeah. Not at all. So that, I stumbled upon, I had never heard of this. I had never heard of anything like this. Yeah, this is, this is completely, I had no idea that this happened. I, I mean, the, the, I had no my idea. name sounded kind of familiar, but I, I had no idea that that's what it was. And that's just, that's I feel like if you horrifying. slap project on top of anything and say it's a conspiracy theory, it's... Sounds good. Right. <laughs> but this one isn't even a conspiracy theory. It actually no, happened. Yeah, it and, is proven. Yeah. And that's how I found it was because I found an article. I was doing research for the podcast and I found an article that was basically like conspiracy theories that actually happened. And this was on the list. And I was like, this is crazy. How have I never heard of this? That's yeah. That's one of those things where you have to double check. Like it, this is real. This is real life. This actually happened. Like, how can you... I could not imagine being a researcher on that team. And yeah, that's just, that is bonkers. The The researcher who was like, who was like, wow, I wish we had more children for the sample. And then they he said, you know what? We could do it. And just balls to the wall, went for it. Stealing babies, stealing dead babies. Nuts. Oh my God. Yeah. I, that's so that's yeah. that's project sunshine and there i ha i looked and there hasn't been any updates in 20 years i haven't seen anything else my main sources were that new york times article from 1955 and an abc news article from 2001 wow so it's had like which detailed more of the australian a pretty story. pretty shockingly low amount of media exposure and, well, I think part of it, why I can't find a lot of it, is because this was before the internet. Like, before sure. everything was on the internet. Mm -hmm. And so, even the New York Times article, it's literally a picture of a printed New York Times. Oh, wow. So, it's all on, And yeah, so, even when it was microfilm. coming out, it was just in print. It's before the age of the internet being everywhere all the time. Oh, my God. I mean, even it took six years for Australia to get wind of it at that point. Right. Wow. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I mean, I can, which is <laughs> really shitty, yeah. but wow. It's nuts. Oh, Crazy it's... story I'd never heard of. Yeah. So that was Project Sunshine. Ooh. I also want to share, I don't know if you're aware of this, your mom messaged me the other day. I was, I'm not aware of that. <laughs> and she... She was telling me she listened to last week's episode and she loved it. And she had her, her one of her own ghost stories to tell. Oh. And so I want to read it on the podcast because I think it's important. Oh, okay. Also, hi, Stephanie. We have to credit her where credit is yes. due. <laughs> so she said that it reminded her of a time that a friend and her saw a ghost flying in the air. And so they were meeting in a house in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And she, she gave more specifics, but I don't want to give specifics. Mm -hmm. And she even said that she saw it and was speechless. And that she looked across the table at her friend who had her back to the ghost. And she said, it's gone now. And your mom said that she felt the ghost present and knew that she had seen it by the look. And they together, like, with, they looked at each other, saw the looks on their face. And they were like, yes, you saw it too. You saw what I saw. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so, I, I think I actually, yeah. I, I think I know this story. Yeah. Yeah. So she told me she was going to send me a, a picture of it and she didn't. So Stephanie, this is you, me asking for you to send me the picture and I'll post it on yeah. our podcast Instagram if you allow me to. 
You gotta have, yeah. I want to have visual representation of it. Yes. Yeah, I remember she drew a, she she drew a picture of of what she saw, and yeah, it's it's creepy, to say the least. It's and I would love to have and this is a call calling. I I could always text her mom, but I'm gonna contact her this way. <laughs> to send us more ghost stories because Lewis's mom is very sensitive to spirits and everything and I would love to have more of her stories yeah anyway that's all I have for you today okay I will have okay 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 I um I'm still trying to think of what I want to talk about next time but I Lewis has been has been slacking and it's only because Lewis has so many ideas on his head Yes. And that he can't pick one. Yeah, I have too many ideas. It's it's literally, like, I've given him ideas, he has ideas, and then we, like, talk about it, and then he's like, no, this would be better for October. Yeah, I, or, I keep on... no, this one needs more research, <laughs> this one needs more time. And so, like, we have so many great ideas, so many things I'm so excited about. I have so that many... That we'll be talking about, but it's, it's not the right time. I know, I'm, like, planning, like, okay, this month I want to do this, because, yeah, I'm... Oh, there's one I really want to do now, but I, it's just, it's such a good, like, Halloween. It's a beefy one. It's a it's, beefy one? Oh, that one. Yes. Well, there's the beefy one, and then there's the spooky one. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm talking about the spooky one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I figured that out. Yeah. A little too late. The beefy one is probably but a good one. you guys will have to stick around. To do, yeah. Yeah. I want the beefy one, because I want to learn about it. Okay. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to do the research, I want you to do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do the, I'll do the beefy one. But please follow us on Instagram at for the podcast. When we get to a thousand subscribers, we're going to do a giveaway of stickers and maybe something else, maybe buttons or something. I'll figure something out and we'll do that. And then don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Uh, I appreciate Lewis appreciates too. Oh yes. Every single person who has rated and reviewed so far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And please share the podcast with your friends and family and anyone else. And if you have any other stories that you think we should talk about, just events from history that are just crazy, that just leave you floored, please send them to us. You can just DM us on our podcast or email email us at hmctpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. So we'll leave you with our favorite tidbit of advice, which is if you shit your pants. You get to go home. Woo! Woo!